Welcome to the Women in Fitness Business Podcast, a podcast to help you attract incredible clients, make more money, and live the life of your dreams. Carissa has been working in the fitness industry for eight years, taking over a franchise for outdoor boot camp four years ago. Within the first six months of ownership, the master franchise went into receivership and COVID hit, allowing Carissa the opportunity to rebrand and relaunch and regrow a fitness business built on connection, acceptance and community. So as a result of her own breast cancer journey, Carissa has also been inspired to support and encourage women to find peace and acceptance in their bodies at all ages and stages of life. So welcome, Carissa. Thank you so much for joining us on the Women in Fitness Business podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Really been looking forward to it. Um, it yeah, absolutely. This, uh, this story that you're about to share is extremely inspiring. So let's dive on in. If you can just start to share your story, your personal transformation where you've lost 20 kilos and what made, motivated you to make that change in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in my 30s, I was a mum of six. And so you can imagine I'd been giving a fair bit of time to everyone else. And I started to notice that, uh, you know, that all my joints were aching, my knees hurt, my hips hurt. And I thought this, you know, I'm only in my 30s that I shouldn't feel like this. So I decided I needed to do something about it. You know, with each pregnancy, I'd gained a little bit of weight and, um, you know, and hadn't lost it afterwards. And, so, yeah, so I joined a 12-week program and I would get up um, in the dark before my kids got up. I'd go out into, <laughs> into my husband's grotty, dusty shed, often with the company of rats, <laughs> and get my workouts done. Um, and I was meticulously counting calories. And, yeah, so over the course of six to 12 months, yeah, went um, and lost about 20 kilos and, the biggest impact, I guess, was uh, what happened to my own fitness and, um, you know, I got so much fitter and so much stronger and was able to run the City to Bay, which is a big event in Adelaide. And um, that was something I'd always wanted to do. And to finally tick that off with like a real a real sort of, you know, full stop moment in life for me. And I thought, you know, I always thought that that perhaps wasn't available to me. And so that's what started you know, my journey down to becoming a personal trainer because I knew that it is possible and if it was possible for me, it was possible for others and, yeah, I really wanted to help other people have that sort of same experience of going from I can't do that to actually I can. So inspiring. They do say in business your mess is your message and that's definitely for you, would you say, like a huge part of why you're doing why you're doing what you're doing yeah, today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so what did you learn along the way of that transformation from where you were to where you are and losing that 20 kilos? Oh, goodness me, so many things. Um, oh, I think I think the biggest thing for me was that, like, you can, you can just wait for what feels like the right moment. You can, you can wait for the motivation or you can have, you know, have all the reasons in the world why you can't do something about it now. Um, you know, you don't have the time, you don't have the money, you don't, you know, your metabolism is, you know, screwed or your genetics, you know, there's always things that we can, you know, sort of turn to as reasons why we're not making changes. And and I realised that, you know, if I wanted something different, the only person that could make that happen was me. So I did. <laughs> 
and that would that would be the biggest lesson and um yeah and you certainly see that you know in your work as a pt and you know you you have to get to a point where you take radical self-responsibility and go actually no this is enough yes and and i want something different than this yeah as you said like there's something that i've always said over my years is like it's too hard it's too cold like there is always something that will prevent you from getting started 100%. but it's yeah, it's like, okay, this is ready. So what would you say to fitness professionals in helping people like yourself get started? Like when it comes to their marketing message or educating people on social media or however they do their marketing side of it, what would you suggest to those fitness professionals in helping people like you to take that next step? Yeah, um, I, I know through my own marketing that a big a big factor is connecting, you know, with those people. So I need to, you know, I need to speak to them in their language. You know, I need to share my story often because it resonates. And I know, you know, I've had people say, um, you know, I've come to you because because you get it, you know, because you've been where I am and you understand. So I think it's important to you know, to be personable and, you know, and to be vulnerable and real and, you know, and to say, I totally understand that, you know, you've got the kids to sort out and you've got this that you need to do and you've got that, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, someone else will always, you know, have an agenda for our time unless we make an agenda for our time ourselves. And, you know, so you you do have to go, I'm drawing a line in the sand for myself and, because I want to be here for my kids, because I don't want to be achy, you know, you've got to connect in with all of those pain points that they all resonate with so that they can feel seen and heard and then go, actually, maybe I can take that first step because maybe I'm understood. There's so much gold in that, what you just said. <laughs> um, it's That's exactly right. Being relatable, understanding, sharing your story, showing that you're real, showing that, you know, there's maybe on a Friday night you actually go out and get pizza people yeah. like that they yeah. sometimes have this misconception about how fitness professionals operate like day to day and yeah. so it's just really great to see that so I love that that is absolutely yeah. beautiful so you mentioned your passion for helping women find peace with their bodies at all ages yeah. what specific strategies or mindset shifts have you found the most effective in achieving that the biggest aspect has been just to start a conversation about it you know for myself you know I grew up in a family where all the women were always dieting and you know and I was determined that I wasn't going to be that woman for my daughters um but that's not what happened but um you know but it's you know dieting and not being at peace in your body and feeling like you've constantly got to be changing something or shrinking it or you know hiding wrinkles you know um you know that's the message that we are surrounded by and I think it becomes you know, we accept it unconsciously that that is what's normal and and what we need to be. And so, you know, I think the biggest thing is having conversations and and letting women know that, you know, the other women that they're looking at thinking, well, they've got it all together are actually probably feeling exactly the same. Um, you know, we're feeling just as vulnerable or having the same unconverse, unkind conversations with themselves internally. Um, and also bringing awareness to, you know, to the whole a diet culture aspect, having to have everything 
under control all of the time and you know there's no no sort of room for just being in the moment with your life you know enjoying things you know with friends and family you you've probably had it I've had people turn up to sessions saying I only came today because I had a bun for lunch and I'm like we we have to change that you know like yeah I I want you to come and move your body because it feels good not because of something you ate Uh, you know, eat the thing, that's fine, but, you know, come and move because that's, you know, that feels amazing. Mm, I love your real and honest approach, like, to how you're communicating your message to your people is just brilliant. It's, like, just raw, it's authentic, and, yeah, people connect with that on such a deeper level with you. So, you know, as you mentioned, life is extremely precious and you went through some challenging times in your life. So, mentioned before about your breast cancer do you can you just talk a little bit about your journey and the impact that it had on your perception of your body and the approach to health and fitness I just on a whim you know booked myself in for a mammogram late last year and I didn't expect as you do I guess anything to come of that and then three weeks later got a phone call saying oh we need to have some more investigating done and core when I got that phone call I knew something was probably not right and went on to discover that I that I didn't resulted in having a uh, right mastectomy in January this year and and so it's really interesting because I've always been big chested and I hated it um And so, you know, I spent, you know, 30 odd years wishing that I had smaller boobs and then all of a sudden I've got one less. And it was a really interesting time of I was so grateful that was the only treatment I needed. So, so grateful for that outcome. And also at the same time, you know, so much grief over, you know, what's been lost, how how things look different and also a bit of feeling like I needed to apologize to my body for hating on what my body had been for all those years definitely over uh, well, what are we about eight months post-surgery now um been a real journey of I guess firstly allowing you know a- any of the feelings and emotions to to be there that are that come up um, but it's certainly been a balance of you know grieving what was lost and also accepting you know what the new normal looks like absolutely uh, you know enhanced my desire to you know to support women you know you don't need to have a breast cancer story but um you know to to feel fantastic in in the body that you've got you know and I certainly didn't want to spend any more time thinking that I needed to change something you know when you a life can be over, you know, in a second and wanting to shrink or cut or, you know, change the way our bodies look um, seems like such a waste <laughs> of my, you know, our short existence here. Yeah, absolutely. With every challenge, like I always say, does come wisdom and lessons. Yeah, and, yeah, it's taking the time to look um at, at those lessons that that particular, you know, whatever is happening in our lives is giving us because um, mm. it, it, you know, it, it helps us to be able to move forward and, and not be in that victim mode and you yeah. know, learn from that and help other people as well, which is just you can't put a price on that because, you know, life is just so precious. We don't know what is this afternoon. And, you know, it's like I always say, I treat every goodbye as if it is the last because you just don't know. And so it's just, you know, a few things have happened the last couple of weeks in in my world and it just 
brings to light just how precious our loved ones are and, and we just can't take that for granted. And I love, you know, that you are now um, sharing that with others and, and helping other people with that. Yeah. It's just it's just so important yeah I think our, our time and our health are our two greatest assets and they're irreplaceable mm-hmm. um, so if you yeah if we're not intentional about our, our use of them and support of them you know I mean we all know all of a sudden you get to it's nearly Christmas time again so you know the time just goes it does yeah and as you know and I get this as a fitness business owner is that you know we're always wanting to be better we're we're high striving women I get that but I always say to my clients, it's like, yes, I get that that's where you want to be in your business. But day by day, it's the it's those moments of the sunrises, the sunsets, the kisses, the cuddles, the simple things like coffee with your loved ones. You know, those sorts of moments are the most important. And so when you're yeah. incorporating that into every single day life, it, your life just gets to be just magnificent because you're not yeah. just focused on you know, I want to be here in my business. I want to earn this amount of money, which, yes, I get. And, I, you know, I'm all supportive of that. But it also starts with right now is, like, being with that yep. moment. Like, what brings you joy in that moment? Because yeah, joy yeah, yeah. love is so important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been speaking with my clients um, just recently, you know, because there's this time of year, there's so much stuff that comes up on social media about, you know, quick, get beach body ready and, you know, summer's coming and all of that stuff and, and lots of posts about, oh, you know, what goals this year didn't you meet, you know, that you set in the new year. And and I've been saying, you know, we're getting into that busy time of the year. So, you know, so what do you actually need in this moment? You know, maybe it's not that you need to be, you know, squatting 40 kilos or something. Maybe it's that you need to stop and walk barefoot on the grass and just let mm. your nervous system calm down. Um, there's so much more to a, a human body than, you know, the physical achievement. Yeah, and, and we have to make time and priority for those things. And we have to listen to what the body's saying. Mm. And, you know, like you, you know, right now what I'm hearing is that there is so many women burnt out, overwhelmed, tired, and, you know, it's listening to your body. If your body feels like it needs to sleep, sleep. If your body's telling you to have a bath, go and have a bath because mm. it can get caught up in this busyness. But when we're not filling up our cup, then we can't be the best business owners. We can't be the best mums, partners, whatever no. it happens to be. It all starts with making sure that we're full. And yeah. we have to start making that a priority because yeah. they're like in the past, you know, it's always just been go, go, go and, you know, focusing on other people, which I still, yeah. you know, it's still very important, don't get me wrong, but it, it no. starts with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like I, yeah, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, if you don't set the agenda for your own time, especially as a woman and especially in business and especially as a mum, there will be so many other things that will set the agenda for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's all about being intentional with your day like even just before we jumped on here it's like mapping out the week and it's it's taking time all right when am I doing my exercise this week putting it in like that just becomes a priority so what advice do you have for women who have experienced significant body transformations or health challenges I was thinking about that that question and 
Um, I've had so many conversations with women over the years in, you know, in bodies of all sizes and shapes and, and pretty much without question, didn't matter what someone looked like, um, whether they had undergone a transformation or they wanted to undergo a transformation, all of them looking for that transformation to be the answer to feeling confident or um, to being happy or to being able to have the kind of relationship they wanted. And, and and my biggest advice would actually be that the answer is not in your transformation. Um, and I think that's why so often we see transformations, uh, you know, where people will then regain weight or, you know, yo-yo up and down. All of those women had challenges in accepting their bodies at, you know, whatever they looked like. And so it's important that they, that we impart that, you know, the real work actually happens in here. Mm. Um, you know, we can do all the exercise, we can eat all the right things, but if, inside you know we're still hating on ourselves or just being unkind or not giving ourselves compassion whatever transformation happens on the outside doesn't actually change the thing that we want it to change and that's you know the feeling good and proud and worthy and enough mm -hmm. on the everything starts within yeah it's been a very common thing that we've spoken about on this part on the podcast is that the identity of how we see ourselves is so powerful like I used to work um, a lot with weight loss in one of my previous fitness lives and it's you know exactly what you mentioned it's like you know we can give them the exact meal plan that they need and the exercise that they require and whatever else comes with that but that identity of how they see themselves what they're thinking about themselves their feelings their beliefs yeah. and that really transpires into their results and the ones that could shift that identity was yeah. huge the results are huge combined with all of that that's yeah. taking all of that into the approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I, I was thinking when I was thinking about this question, I had a conversation um, with a lady who'd lost 50 kilos, um, you know, which is huge, obviously, um, but it probably took her two or three years to feel at peace in what her body was, you know, now. She's like, I, I look in the mirror and I don't recognise who I am. So we are so much more complex than <laughs> you know, the calories in and the calories out. I think we need to, you know, encompass that as fitness professionals. You know, when we're working, especially in a, in a weight loss sort of scenario, we need to factor that in. That that oh, 100% agree. Part of the process. Yep, 100% agree. That is super important. Then you're a busy lady. So <laughs> how, how do you balance your roles as a mother of six and a, and a fitness professional? And, and what insights can you share for other mums? Because... Lots of us are mums and we yes. have demanding schedules. Yeah. So what advice and insights can you share? Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was thinking about this, I'm thinking, oh, goodness me, how do I juggle it um, well, really badly sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, human. <laughs> But I think I think that's where the answer is. We we have to prioritize the things that really matter at the end of the day, um, and you know, and that's things like our own health. If the kitchen floor is filthy, then that's okay. <laughs> if the kids leave the house and their t-shirts grubby, that's okay. You know, letting go of an idea of you know perfection. You know, having the perfect life, the perfect relationship, the perfect children. That that has to happen. And I can remember having uh, like it's a really vivid memory when I when my six children were really young. 
and you know I'm piling them all into the people mover van and I'm like I just I just can't be worried about whether or not we get somewhere on time anymore like it just takes as long as it takes <laughs> and and that has to be okay just add to the burnout and the stress if you're putting that pressure on to have it all together like we're actually not meant to have it all together that's part of the human experience <laughs> I think in business um you know imperfectly done is better than perfectly not done so um, yeah, I'm all for taking action, even if it's, you know, maybe not perfectly put together or worded or organised or whatever it might be, rather than just going, oh, well, I can't do it yet because it's not perfect. Such good advice. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's exactly um, spot on because I, you know, I remember those times when, you know, mine aren't so little anymore, but just juggling them, getting that school on time and feeling like having all those pressures, especially with having a business, because it adds another layer of complexity to us when we've got so many people that we need to look after. Um, but again, it's it's coming back to making sure that we're happy, like we're looking after us. Because yes. again, with yeah. all of these pressures that we are, like everyone is facing these days, again, there's this common denominator coming back to us when we're feeling good we're able to handle situations much more effectively um, yeah. and more at calm as well. So, yeah, I just love your advice. That You've mentioned the importance of women's wisdom and creativity. How do you yeah. see this being unlocked when women are at peace with their bodies? Well, I can speak, you know, firstly from my own experience. Um, when I started my 20-kilo weight loss journey, um, the first thing that I started doing was I went to a Zumba class. I, you know, have always loved to dance. And so I went to one in my local town. I stood right at the back of the town hall. Um, you know, I would always walk in, you know, sort of like this. So I know people can't see, but, you know, eyes down, not make eye contact. This makes me a bit emotional. Um, carry myself really as small as possible, take up as little space as possible. As the years have gone by, um, you know, not just... The weight loss, I have come to understand that when my head is not full of, oh, well, I've stuffed up my diet today, you know, I'll start again tomorrow, or this diet didn't work, so I'm going to start that one, or, you know, someone must be thinking this about me because I've put five kilos on. Um, you know, when I have been able to make peace with the body that I'm in right now, whatever size, shape or otherwise that it is, that that all of the things that I actually want, you know, I, you know, I want to create things and I want to experience things and I want to try things. I actually have space for those. And and I've seen it in other women, you know, when when they've come to a place where they're giving themselves a shot at something, taking a chance on themselves, letting go of that, you know, that narrative that they've got to change something about themselves before they can start taking part in their own life. It just allows so much freedom mentally, um, you know, and when we've got that space mentally, it allows us to, to tune into our own wisdom and our own insight. And, and I think that's absolutely magical and and I truly believe that you know where we are you know sort of in humanity at the moment that the world needs needs that wisdom from women that insight from women our you know our creativity so I, I will talk about that till and share about that till the cows come home because I just think it's, it's just so important and you know and there is nothing better than than seeing a woman just radiating, you know, excitement and joy about her own life and the things she's doing and, yeah, there's just nothing better. There is nothing better because when a woman is in that, 
her magnetism just is amplified, is expanded. Yes, yes. And yes. as society, we have been conditioned to do, do, do all of the time in this masculine world. Mm-hmm. The feminine has this magical power of yep. being. Yeah. And when she, like you mentioned, is that, you know, looking up like a, I feel like a common thing that's been brought up today is like, you know, when we're being like that authentic self, taking care of ourselves, it radiates and you start to just have things fall into place. We 100%. Can, it's yeah. magnetic. Yeah. We do have the answers within. And, again, we've been taught, you know, rush, 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 do, 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 like, Answers are outside of us externally when that is not the case. We have the answers within when we're taking the time, which, yeah, it's when you actually do take the time out to just listen, it's like, okay, and, you know, a lot of what I do with human design comes into it and so it's teaching people, you know, how do you actually make decisions based on your design and it's like it's different for everyone. And when people know that, it's like, okay, and they, they listen to that part of them that's telling them that guidance it will always point you in the right direction. But the thing yeah, is yeah, that yeah. a logical brain gets in and it's based on past experience. So it's like, you know, it can bring up the fear sometimes as well. But, you know, Absolutely. when it comes to this inner knowing, like you can't explain it. It's just yeah. this higher self speaking through to you. It's like, you know, this is the right path, even though logical may not make sense at the time. 100%. Yeah. And that's when lives start to change because it's like, oh, my God, this is where the magic happens. The magic yeah, yeah, yeah. happens. It's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And like what you mentioned before, you know, being kind to ourselves, being mindful of the thoughts, like we have 60,000 plus thoughts a day. And it's like, just being conscious of those thoughts, you know, where Mm. is that being directed? Is it focused on, you know, what I speak to my friend like that? You know, what is that? Mm. And just know that you're doing the best you can with what you've got. And that's okay. And realizing that if you're having a bad day, or one of those days, that's okay. You're doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Instead of beating ourselves up all the time, which we can yeah, tend to yeah. do. We, I don't know, sometimes get stuck in a place of, yeah, feeling like it has to be black or white. It has to be one mm. way or the other. But, you know, like when I speak with women about, you know, body image, I'm like, you know, they're like, well, how do I, how do I, you know, have peace in my body when I'm unhappy and I want to change it? And I'm like, well, you can still treat your body with kindness and respect. Like even, you know, even if you need to lose some weight because you're having surgery or something, those two can exist at the same time. Mm. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Or, or the duality. Other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what are your future goals and aspirations with your work in the fitness industry and, and helping women as you move forward with finding peace? Um, with my outdoor boot camp, it's it's just about, you know, sharing. I guess I have a lot of people that come to me that have been to the gym, haven't had positive experiences in the gym. So I want to create a space where people come and, you know, and feel included and welcomed and not like they're being left behind because they're not the fastest or not like they're letting someone down because they're not the strongest, but they can come and, you know, and have friendship and connection and community, which tends to keep people wanting to come back because they're having a good time. And then that allows them the freedom to live life, you know, on their terms, you know, because they're taking care of their bodies and then they can do the things that they want to do in their lives, which I love, Um, you know, so fitness becomes an addition, you know, a positive addition rather than something that they feel like they should do. And then, uh, yeah, early next year, I'm launching a course, Euphoria, it's called, for women, which is all about sort of unlocking our 
narrative around our bodies and the messages we picked up generationally and yeah rewriting those stories in order to unlock that beautiful wisdom and inspiration that women have so that's my plans the ripple effect on that is huge i love it yeah it's a whole nother level so needed right now i love that yeah yeah so what advice would you share for fellow fitness professionals on how to approach these sensitive topics with authenticity and empathy? I think I think the biggest piece of advice that I would would share would be just to be raw and you know and honest and open, gentle. Uh, you know, we need to spend all of our lives in our bodies and they are often, you know, very emotive conversations to have. So, you know, treading gently and with compassion and kindness, you know, but also being, you know, really transparent and authentic about, you know, our own struggles and challenges, um, I think is super important. You know, when when we feel seen and heard and validated and like someone understands, you know, that that gives us the space to share and to open up and to look at our own stuff. Mm. Being real and authentic, especially in the marketing. Like mm. I, was, I was thinking the last couple of days, it's like in business, and I've had a few people say it to me over the last couple of months, it's like what used to work, you know, this, like maybe last year or the year before, doesn't mm. work now. And that's exactly right. Business has changed. Marketing has changed. And with what we see in social media, there's a part of that authenticity that has gone. And so when people see your story, your social media, your marketing, this real authenticness, there's that connection. And that's what people are gravitating towards these days. This real and honest stuff. And, you know, I say to my clients all the time, there's been a few situations recently that have happened. I say, oh, I say it every time. I just, just be real and honest. Yeah. You can't go wrong when you're speaking your truth. No. And being okay with that, not hiding that part of you because that's yeah. just who you are. And you just can't go wrong with that side of it. So, yeah, that authenticity is just a huge part, I feel like, moving forward. That yeah. real connection with people. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I think humans are built for connection and, yeah, so we, and, you know, probably heightened maybe by COVID and that, you know, separation of everyone, Um, you know, you realise whether or not it's a conscious realisation or not, but, you know, how much we actually need each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, connection and, yeah, being authentic are absolutely my highest values in, you know, the way that I will choose to show up in in my business and in my life and yeah so much gold in that thank you so much for joining us it's been a real honor and a pleasure to chat to you about your experience and your journey and just so inspirational and I just thank you for being so truthful to you know and helping people with what you're doing it's you know that has a huge ripple effect so how can people find you and connect with you if they want to follow you reach out have any questions Yep, so on Facebook, Carissa Wilsmore, PT, um, is my personal and business page. And then on Instagram is f.fitness. Oh, I can't remember it. <laughs> we can put it in, in show notes. In your, in your yeah. notes in the podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, body euphoria. But, um, yeah, I would love that. And it's, yeah, just it's always great to have real conversations with people that, 
yeah, that get it and that care. So I really appreciate you having me be here. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure.